Easy Sports Talk Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts. I'm Javon J. Love Adams. And with me is a man who not only played professional uh, baseball, but he also played in the National Football League for that first Super Bowl-bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. I'm talking about none other than my brother, the the author, the motivational speaker, Ed Smith. What is good, my brother? We made it to Super Wild Card Weekend, man. Super Wild Card. <laughs> super weekend. Wild Card. They had the next game for a Super Wild Card. <laughs> man, and and uh, it's funny because the the whole Peacock thing. I've been hearing a lot about that this week, and and so a lot of people saying I'm not doing it because you love football. You love football more than me, and so you're the. So you said last. You said on Wednesday. You said yeah, I caved. I went ahead and got it. I, I got to, and I'm just. I would say, all right, well. I'll I call you up and ask you, hey, how's the game Check going? Check out the highlights, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's really unfair, though, when they start taking your football access away from you it and is. forcing you to pay. I mean, especially when you think about what you go through in the season. You got you to get the package. That's a few hundred dollars. Then you got to get Prime. Then you got to get this app. Then you got And it it's really is unfair with the, the, that they continue to ask you to open up your pocketbook yeah. And, and and shell out money for a game. You know, it's like when they hit us all those years ago, Jay, for pay-per-view boxing. Something yeah. that used to come on on Saturday nights. You could watch on ABC. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now it was like you got to pay $100 to watch all these preliminary fights and then a Tyson fight that lasted 37 seconds. It's not fair. <laughs> That's true. That's when, of course, you had those those uh, those fight parties because we would go over. I think yeah. I had one fight here at my house, but that was my brother. My brother had come to visit and uh, he said, hey, hey, big bro, you know, you're going to get that fight. All right, man, you're going you're gonna to go half on me at least yeah, some yeah. pizza or something because it was split in between two people is more than if you split it among 20 people coming to your house for, and they bring yeah. in a dish or something like that, but for sure. So we got a great show lined up for you today. Of course, I, I have some topics that I want to get uh, my brother Ed Smith's opinion on. And so we appreciate you checking us out. I'll give you an, uh, give you the, the rundown of how you can stay connected with us in just a little bit. So want to talk about so a uh, couple things. So talking about, of course, the topic du jour, Bill Belichick. Also want to to we talked about the the first round of the playoffs on Wednesday, but take it a little bit further with uh, with drama as my brother Ed likes to really get into who's going to be on the hot seat if uh, if somebody should lose and then what's the NBA thinking? So let's get to the to the hottest of the topics. So Bill Belichick parted ways. He got fired, right? I mean, you say what you want to say. You got fired. Just the same thing like Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll got fired, right? Yep. I mean, you Absolutely. know, they, you know, they figure it out and do what you do, but you know, he got he got fired. So, my my question is, well, your thoughts? We often use Bill Belichick as an example for a great coach. Just because he got fired doesn't mean that he's not one of the greatest coaches ever. So, I want your thoughts on Bill Belichick, kind of almost a reflection. But he is going to get back into this coaching game. That's what's that's what's assumed. That's what's expected. We know that. He had the keys to the kingdom, really, for the last 20-plus 20 20 seasons, being not only the, the cook, but he was also, he was also going out and buying, buying the groceries as well. So being the, taking on those general manager, those GM duties, if you, were hiring, if you were hiring Bill Belichick, would you give him that responsibility, or would you say, hey, I know what you've done, Bill, but let me, I just want you to coach. I, I want to have a relationship with you as the GM, but I'm going to do that. And you just coach. 
Well, so what are your thoughts on Bill Belichick? Well, there's a reason why there's only so few that could pull off what he did, um, you know, meaning coach and GM over the course of all these years. If it was such an easy thing to do, there would be so many of them doing it. And there's a reason why coaches coach. There's a reason why GMs GM and players play. And owners should own, but we know that doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. With Bill, was that old saying um, – Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And and I'm not saying he was corrupt, but what happened is Bill, you know, early on, you know, he did, like you said, he had keys to the kingdom and he's bringing those championships in. And it was one of those things where it was the Belichick way, you know, it was like, you know, because he was the one who was, like you said, going out and buying all the groceries, but he was also getting rid of the groceries early. You know, Jay, we, we black man, black man, we like leftovers. We <laughs> we don't have the luxury of just, you know, hey, we cooked that steak on Monday. We're throwing it out Monday night. We stress things right. out, right? Yes, so overall, the course of these years, Bill had this tendency, he'd cook a steak on Monday, and by a Tuesday morning, man, that's, you know, that's beyond me. That filet mignon or that ribeye that I cooked last night, man, you know, I'm done with that. And mm-hmm. he did that with his players. He was always always been known for getting rid of a player a year or two too early than keeping them around. You know, that was considered genius because he was winning all these Super Bowls, right? Now, come to find out, maybe some of those Super Bowls had something to do with Tom Brady, number T- TB12, right? Yeah. So yeah. the way he was doing things, he got away with it. Because everything he did was being covered up. Tom taking less money, telling them to go out and spend it, but they wouldn't, right? Yeah. Tom winning these championships, the culture being set, you know, guys wanting to come there because they wanted to win a championship, not to play for Bill, but to play with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So over the course of all these years, this stuff, like I said, was being covered up because they were winning the championships. Then all of a sudden, Tom goes, Tom goes down to Tampa, gets him a chip, Got into the playoffs the other years, right? That type of thing. And we started to realize, well, maybe it wasn't the Patriot way. And then some of the other mm. facts, Jay, over the course of all these years, his head coaches, his tree, what does it look like? Everybody yeah. going to other places and trying to do it the Patriot way, right? Yes, and they sir. went and failed. And it's like, well, how come these guys can't do it like, like Bill? Well, maybe because they don't have Tom Brady as their quarterback. And maybe because the culture that they're trying to bring over there just doesn't work, especially in today's NFL. So all this stuff that Bill kind of, you know, cultivated, what we're coming to find out was it wasn't all him. It was a lot of time. Now, I will say the discipline, the different, you know, the attributes that, you know, he brought as a head coach, the no-nonsense stuff like that. Yeah, okay, we'll give him that. But the, the, the Patriot way, the Bill way of, it's my way or the highway and getting rid of these groceries too early. That that was covered up for many, many years by one time Brady. And the question now is, can that can his way of coaching, can he translate that to another organization? And I know you want to ask that question. That that's a big question out there right now. And I, you know, like I said, never played for uh, for uh, um, Bill. You know, he was coming in right when I was kind of going out. But I mean, from all from everything I heard, guys they played for the Patriots for the championships, not necessarily because they loved him as a coach in right. his style. Right. So we're gonna have to see that moving forward. What it looks like in other places. 
Yeah, so what's interesting is you were saying that I came up with a couple of different uh, analogies since I hang out with you for the last handful of years. It's almost like uh, Bill Belichick is Jay-Z, right? So it, he the first three, four albums, fire. Then you went through, then you came up with a Kingdom Come album. <laughs> hey, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. Are you choosing your beats right? What's going on? And he has a couple of mediocre ones that have been sprinkled in there. And then his last ch- championship was like that 444 album where, okay, you can do it sometimes, but I don't. I, I don't know if you. And now he just drops a verse here and now, meaning you get a draft, you get a good draft mm-hmm. here and there, player here and there, but nothing consistent. Or when it comes to that Patriot way, that father, that parent, that still thinks that they can have all the control over their child, who's now twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. Well, he ain't six or ten or fifteen no more. You don't have that same control. And Tom Brady mm-hmm. said, "I'm cool. You don't got to tell me to clean my room. I don't even live with you, man." You, yeah. you don't have that control over me, and that's that can be difficult to to acquiesce to be able to change your stripes, especially when it's it's something to that extent. I would imagine, mm-hmm. absolutely. And you know, I think one of the things, and you talk about like with Tom, Tom wanted to to break out and show, and I think he did it. And it was almost yeah. like you so you bring up the analogy of a child, Jay. The child went away to college, and he rebelled a little bit mm. because. Tom got away, and all of a sudden, he was down there with our boy, um, uh, Bruce, Arians. Uh, Bruce Arians, B.A., and it was like, well, it's okay to have a drink at five. You know, it's okay to, <laughs> you know, leave a little early and do it. And Tom kind of went down there and showed that, hey, you know, yeah, I can have a little fun. And he brought Gronk down there, and Gronk got, Gronk got a chance to show out. Brock yes. went out there and was just like, you know, all them years playing under Bill, I'm going to, you know, now, mom and dad, you I can't tell me what time to go to sleep. You know, yeah. I, I can eat what I want to eat, you know, drink what I want to drink. And it was kind of like Tom went down there almost to show everybody, us, and show Bill, yeah. I can, one, do this without you, and it, it wasn't all you. And I think that was kind of – and then you look at the record, Bill's record over the – you know, because the only thing that changed for the most part was – Tom left and he took all his friends with him and friends that wanted to come over and play with him at his house. Yeah. And we saw Bill's not good at going to find the talent without Tom. He's not good at, you know, um, uh, drafting the talent. We've seen that. Yeah. And I mean, think about it. How many over the course of the 24 years, Jay, how many pro bowlers did they actually draft there? And yeah. in, in, in New England, everybody was a free agent from somebody else's organization, even the, all the greats. They were from somewhere else that he yeah. went, cherry pick, brought in. And then as soon as he was done with him, he's done with him, you know, but yeah. you don't have any guys that they've drafted and, and, you know, spent their entire career there other than time. And, they, you know, so that's that's there's a whole lot of evidence out in front of us just slapping us in the face that's letting us know. Belichick is one of the great coordinator, not coordinators, but choreographers of, oh. you know, putting, constructing the, 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 the uh, legacy of the team, like the, and, but as far as drafting it, there was a lot of things that are now being exposed. He's not, you know, as good at certain things that he got a lot of credit for because they were being covered up by time. Easy sports talk show. He is Ed Smith. I am Javon Adams. So let's get to this. So we, because you love drama and you love all kinds of chaos and confusion, this super, what is it? Super playoff. Super, super, super wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend. Of these games, because there are now, there are some coaches that are out there, right? So, you know, it, or just maybe some coaches that are on the hot seat, even if they're in the playoffs. Is there one team? Is there one coach that should he lose this first round matchup? 
that he is the hottest of the hot seat and might and might find the door because I I think uh, well I'll let you go first I think uh, I I can think of one that comes to mind already. Yeah, for me, I mean, if you think about it, teams that make the playoffs, they're either, you know, in most every year there's new teams that get in. So there's some, prize, some surprises. You got a young D'Amico Ryans. It's like, wow, look what they did. Then you got, um, you know, Shanahan and San, San Fran and Harbaugh and with the Ravens. It's like, well, you know, you better get in. And, but not necessarily because your seat is hot, but you got all that talent. Now the expectations are it's not necessarily Super Bowl or bust, but it's at least get to the NFC or AFC championship game, get to the big game. If you lose, there's no shame in that. But, you know, you're, so you should be up there, right? Then there's a couple teams like, damn, how the hell they get in there? You know, Tomlin, uh, you look at uh, Bulls over in Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. Both of those teams was like, uh, you know, if you get I beat. think Bowles, we said it earlier in the season that he looked around and said they started winning because everybody thought that they were just going to be garbage. He said, well, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. <laughs> How yeah. about that? <laughs> yeah. Then there's a dude, man, that constant pressure all the time because of where he coaches and that star on the helmet Ooh, and the okay. dude that's always running his mouth, meaning the owner. And yeah, I'm reading a quote. They, they were asking him about McCarthy's future and Jerry was like, we'll see how each game goes. Um, almost like he's leaving the door. Well, we get, we got, we, this is phase one. If we don't get the phase three, meaning over, ain't not going to be acceptable to just get to the wild card and lose or even get to the MC championship game. I only got a few years left here. We yeah. need to either win a Super Bowl or I need to go find somebody who's going to win me a Super Bowl. And mm. it's almost like, Jerry, that clock is ticking. And regardless of what McCarthy does in the regular season, you yeah. imagine if they let Green Bay come over there and win against them and it's over mm. just like that. That's This is the thing about the playoffs, bro. Yeah. It's final. Yeah. Well, I've been there when, you know, all these expectations, you know, and, I, and all of a sudden before you know it, the game is over and it's like, all right, well, we got final meetings tomorrow and, you know, we got to travel back home and, you know, we'll see what the offseason brings. It is final. It's not a seven-game series where, okay, we're going to go get them tomorrow and we, we got to turn this around, you know. So the finality of everything can cause people to go crazy. Eight, yeah. <laughs> and Jerry is at that point where it's either so that man ain't got too many. You look at Jerry, you know, he ain't he ain't got 10, 15 years left on his earth if you ask me. So he's thinking, I need to give me one of these chips. It's been 30 years, and he's been yeah. talking all this stuff. And Mike McCarthy, you go and mess around and lose against Green Bay coming in there and not even get to the the divisional round or NFC ch championship game or my Super Bowl that like that I want. You go ahead and you see how hot that seat can get or how all it's going to take, Jay, is the right reporter to ask the right question <laughs> and let Jerry go. It's like one of them dolls, you pull the string, boy, you get that right straight question out there and let Jerry go. And before we know it, Mike McCarthy might be cleaning out his office. So, bro, that's my man. I, I, I didn't mean to run long on that. but No, yeah. you're good. You're a fool for that. I, would, I was thinking, and you – you probably win this one. You probably win between your your choice and mine. But I was thinking Sean McDermott from Buffalo because there's so the expectations really that window it's it's closing on 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 the uh, on the Buffalo Bills. And so I think if he doesn't get it done, then if if they go out in the first round, then that's yeah. Because every year they have these Super Bowl aspirations mm -hmm. and they have enough talent they have the quarterback that should be able to get them there as long as he's not turning the ball over one way or the other but the point is i think sean mcdermott it if you look at me because they can go 
get them Vrabel, maybe, right? Or some, mm-hmm. there are options that are out there. So if you are, if you dating somebody and your significant other is looking at you like, man, there are options out here. You, you can treat me bad. I, I got options. I got yeah. options. So there's expectations on Sean McDermott. So that's why I would go with the Buffalo Bills. But I do see your point with the Dallas Cowboys. But I just wonder, especially if it comes to to giving up some of that control, that uh, it, some of those coaches that come in, again, that you don't – just because you ask for it and you get it doesn't mean that you are able to to do what to to accomplish that task. Meaning, I want to be able to do the GM duties and the head coaching duties. That's 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 a big task, and so um, you know, I, not everybody can do that. But and I know that Jerry Jones wouldn't want to let that go since he is the the president, the GM, the yeah. owner, and you know he 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 does it all. Yeah, I think, with, you know, you got a great call with McDermott, too. I think with McDermott, they, they faltered so early in the season, but then they had this rally to even take the division and get back into everything. His star is shooting up, whereas Jerry and them, like, they, they sometimes they peak so early in the season, and it's a even bigger letdown when they get into the playoffs when everything is, like, right in front of them. All you got to do is this, this, and this, and then they come up short. It's almost like they're they're false and especially because it's Jerry and the Cowboys constantly covered over covered at nauseum it seems like the disappointment is magnified over there in Dallas where like with Buffalo sometimes it's like well it's Buffalo you know they lost four Super Bowls in a row at one time you know so the expectations you know you and I always talk about expectations can sometimes dictate you know reality or you know uh, fog people's reality up because Dallas is always supposed to be winning the Super Bowl every year, but you know, since 1993 or four, it's like, we're at the point now where it's like, it's just, man, when are they going to either get this done? It's like it or get off the pot, you know, one right. or the other, you know? Right. Right. Easy sports talk show podcast. He's at Smith. I'm Javon Adams. So leave me with this, man. So I came across, so the story comes across on my phone, some type of update when you watch the NBA draft, it, okay, humor me like you watched the NBA draft. <laughs> but do you watch – would you stay for the second round? Bruh. Because by by the first – by the first, if it's a deep draft, maybe by by pick 10, maybe pick 13, you're, you're – okay, now you're, maybe you stick around for the end of the first round, but you're not sticking around for the second round, right? Bro, when the, when the lottery portion of it is done, meaning if, like you said, the first 10 to 14 picks – it's like, and especially Jay, because now we don't even know the players. We yeah. got guys, the one and dones. My own every year now, I have to come back to my roster at North Carolina. It's like, okay, who transferred? Who's the newcomers? And 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 college basketball has become a a whole like every year you got to pick up the program to figure out who's where and who's even around because nobody's staying. The, the good players are not staying past their first year, right. so the talent is so anonymous for us one and underdeveloped but that we you know we're looking at these young players 19 years old going to an organization that stinks already and hey we'll see you in three or four or five years when you eventually either become a friends all-star guy or maybe you'll do something spectacular a one dunk or something like that it opens our eyes but we don't <laughs> even know these guys and now yeah. like i said so who's going to stick around for the second round let alone second day of a, so, NBA draft. 
And that's the thing. So the NBA is exploring, and they're probably going to do it because it comes down to more money. They're exploring making the NBA draft, the NBA draft, a two-night event. So the first round would be one night, and the next night would be the second round. But again, because these second-round picks, they barely make the team. So why why would you stick around for that? It's not as if it's not similar. It'd be if that would be like watching the NFL draft. If it was, we're just going to show you two rounds. Okay, which rounds are going to show? Day one, we're going to show you round one, and day two, we're going to show you round seven. And then nobody's the other, watching round seven. Yeah, and the other thing, Jay, is some of these players like once you like they start going international, and he's like, who? You know, from Lova Scovia, you know, it's like, God, you know, they went deep to find this one. People that we don't even know, never even heard of. And, you know, it, man, that, like you said, is one thing. Like, if in the NFL, you get past the first round, they do it, and then they do the second day, they do like two and three. Yeah. If you're sticking around for day, like the third day in the seventh round, it's like you got a problem, bro. You, you need to be you really, really love the. You NFL. need help, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that they're trying to stretch this one out, it's like, wow. First off, it's only two rounds, and nobody cares about the second round. The only way that this could work, in my opinion, is if you instead of letting players leave after one year or come into the NBA or make themselves eligible for the NBA after one year, make it two years. And either you, as soon as you graduate high school, either you declare or you not. If you go, it's almost like a college ba- baseball, right? Yeah. Where you either go into the draft or you go, you go into college, into the college, go and go and play for college, but you're there for three years. And then so, okay, then then in terms of the baseball world, you get to know some of these players. So I would I wouldn't go as far as three, but I would say two. But then the thing is, if you give the, if I think if you give a lot of players, because you know. Uh, Ray Ray would be saying, I'm not going to college. I'm, I'm going to make myself eligible for the draft. And he wouldn't get drafted. And then yeah. he would be, he would be out of luck and just sitting there. And you might find him at your nearest Starbucks or, or Dunkin' Donuts saying, I, if it wasn't for my coach, I could have been the next star. No, if it wasn't for you getting your eyes getting bigger than your stomach and you just gone to college for a couple of years to see how you progress and then get out there and make your money. But, you know. Man, they need to figure this one out because they're gonna. You talk about making a mistake, bro. It's not. It's, it's yeah. Ain't no talk about rate. Talk because people love to throw the ratings in the NBA's face, which I think it's it's not really fair. It's all, it's, all, it's apples and oranges because there's a smaller amount of inventory when it comes to NFL games versus the versus the NBA. I know the the slog of the '82. I get it, but still, when you look at the ratings, yeah. So they they would bash those ratings like you wouldn't believe because nobody would watch the second round. No, not even not even the most avid basketball fan will watch that second round. You know what it is, Jay? It's monkey see, monkey do. The NBA yeah. is looking around at the other leagues, man. For, everything is based off of football. We know that, yeah. and we've seen football rotate their draft around. Now all of a sudden, you know, make it three days. Where you know, and the NBA is like, well, we want get, we can do that too. It's like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Everything well, is we can because we got bro. two rounds: one day, one round; <laughs> next day, other round. That's Here's what we the other. Do. Here's the other thing I hate, Jay. You 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 watch a draft where the Bulls draft somebody at pick seven, right? Yeah. And by the by pick thirteen, he's been traded four times to yeah. four different teams. This team has his rights, blah blah blah. And it's like, well, I thought the Bulls drafted him. No, they traded him for this and drafting this uh, um, draft consideration, uh, consideration, and, and yeah. pick nine and this and that, that, that. And next thing you know, you're like, well. I, you know, you don't even know the dude got drafted. I don't know who he was. I don't even know where he is now. It's like, what the hell? And indeed, indeed.
So that has been, that is Ed Smith. I'm Javon Adams. We do this thing three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Go to easysportstalk.com, easysportstalk.com to find out what we're, we're uh, involved in. Every Saturday from 1 to 3 Eastern, we have our terrestrial radio show on SportsMap Radio. Go to sportsmapradio.com, sportsmapradio.com. In the upper right corner, you can click on the little play icon and then you can uh, play wherever you are or if you want to list, if you're, that's if you're not in one of the 98 markets that we're in. Also, we do the Believe in the Arizona Cardinals podcast. The newest one is up and out there in the, in the, uh, in the world there. You can go to easysportstalk.com and check that out or you can also go to uh, Believe Believe.com. You can search Believe in Cardinals. It'll pop up. Sirius XM app, all that good stuff. And of course, we, as I mentioned, we do this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the Easy Sports Talk podcast. And you can search that wherever you find and you hear my dogs barking in the background. And that's how we do it. So on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I'm Javon J. Love Adams. And as we always like to say around this time, are you kidding?